You, uh, what's happening, Wes? Wednesday, Brian. It's a, it's an excellent Wednesday. I'm in an exceptionally good mood. I'm always in a good mood on Wednesday. Today is an exceptionally great Wednesday. Yeah, are you just like blowing smoke, or is there something that we should uh, be talking no, about? No, no, it's for real. I got, I got a I got a new job today. Congratulations! Thank you. Anything you can talk about on air? Yeah, yeah, I'm going. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people know I've been working part time with uh, my friends over at Impact Reality for uh, a couple months now. And I uh, went full-time today, Whoa. which means I don't have to go and slave away on factory floors anymore. I get to work out of my home on VR stuff, which Dude. is fucking awesome. You've made it to the big time. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm in a great mood. I've been playing VR today. I'm going to play more after the show today. And um, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. So it's, an, it's a great day. Wow, what a blessing in disguise, huh? I know, right? I know. Yeah. All right, man. Well, congratulations, everybody in the chat. Send your congratulations to Wes. Let him know how much he's appreciated, especially around here, so we don't lose him to like some other place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, going anywhere, Brian. Thanks, Wes. I appreciate you. Let's do this thing. Right, let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, right here live on YouTube. We do it live for your viewing pleasure, for all you who like to watch with your ears, and then for those who like to listen with your eyes. None of this is right. Uh, we also put it up on podcast services of your choice. Yes, that includes Spotify. You know why? Because I can't think of any other podcast services. I don't know if you guys can think of any other podcast services, but that's the only one I can think of. Don't worry. If you don't use Spotify and you use something else, we're probably over there too. My name is Brian Poff, Nishan right here, PSVR Without Parole. And to my right, to your right, our good friend, Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. What's happening, Wes? It's West Day, Brian. It's VR Day. It's it's the the time that I have an excuse to not do anything other than play VR, and uh, it's magical. It's a magical day. But isn't every day VR Day for you? It is now, I guess. <laughs> Wednesday's no longer yeah, I, special. I, I, you would think that's the case, um, but no. Typically, typically Tuesdays and Wednesdays are my days to play. But I try to squeeze in some stuff. Um, in the other five days, but typically that just turns out to be walking about mini golf. So no complaints here. In fact, in uh, about two weeks from now, I'm going to be playing a whole lot more walkabout than I was prior to this. Mm -hmm. Two days, you say two weeks. Interesting. Two, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So it's, so it's seconds away is what you're saying. Mere, mere minutes, Wes. <laughs> mere minutes. No, that sounds good, man. You know, I've, I've actually, you know, I'll make a joke about, having to play walkabout mini golf but it's been getting better and better because i've been getting better and better the more i go in there not not to say that i'm good because i stink but i stink less than i than i did two weeks ago so that's how it works right the more you do something the better you get or so i've been told i don't know like it hasn't been true in my life but it seems like everybody else who does <laughs> things over and over gets better at them this show's just as bad as it was when we first started <laughs> Yep. Everyone just take his word on that and don't go back and and verify. Like for the love of God. Do you, know, do you know how many days I wake up and go, 
why haven't I made those videos private yet? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do know that feeling because I, I literally, I think it was last week I had a, a viewer leave a comment on episode one or episode two <laughs> of Virtual Strangers. Like, I didn't even know you guys were on the air back then. I'm like, no, please don't watch it. Please don't watch it. Yeah. Just rife with nerves and audio issues and shitty cameras. Like, it's terrible. It's really terrible. Yeah, the shitty cameras are great. I was using a GoPro uh, fisheye lens, you know, the old, old GoPros uh, for my only camera back then. There was no viewfinder, right? It was like all it was was something you just stick to a helmet or something and you just cross your fingers. Uh, I was sticking that to my wall. I was filming with it. Uh, everything had a fisheye uh, lens view and, uh, and, and I, my voiceovers were the strangest voiceovers I've ever heard back then. I thought they were natural. I'll go back and listen now. It's like, are you on medication? Like what is happening? You sound like you're falling asleep mid sentence. Very strange. But it was the same for me like that. Well, I would, what I would do, you know, before even we did podcast, I would, uh, record gameplays with my PlayStation. That's how I started. I'm probably how you got into VR as well. But, um, now, I would always watch my videos back, and, and that was just the worst because I would always mumble into the microphone and just talk really quietly like this, and my accent was super thick. I know a lot of people think I have a thick accent now. It was way worse back then. Uh, so like, literally, I would I would take notes um, with every video, and it was the same notes every time. Like, speak up, man. Speak clearly into the microphone. It's true. It's true. Bro, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. But before we do, I just want to let everybody know, listen, there's, there's so many things you need to do if you're here, right? I don't want to put it, I don't want to make this work for anybody, right? Like if, if you came here to relax, you came out here to hang out and have a good time. So I don't want to put any of you to work, right? But if you're so inclined, if you're able to look at the description of this video, you should be able to find our discord there. Join our Discord. That's where conversations like this happen 24-7. That's where I hang out 24-7. And if you've been hanging out in voice chat all day, then like you already have seen me play all the games we're about to talk about today. Um, also, even more important than that, make sure you go subscribe to Virtual Strangers. That's where Wes and his friends talk about not just PlayStation VR 2, but all VR. So if you happen to own more than one headset or just PlayStation VR 2, that's definitely a destination you'd be checking out, especially... If you like long form content, you like to do dishes and listen to podcasts. You like to, you like to vacuum and listen to podcasts. You like to mow the lawn and listen to podcasts. You like to shovel your driveway, the neighbor's driveway and everybody else's driveway in the neighborhood and still have podcasts to listen to when you're done. Virtual strangers, the place for that. Wes, what's happening over on virtual strangers these days. Damn packed show tonight. As usual, um, we're going to pick up on a conversation you and I started last week, actually. And we're going to talk a little bit more uh about another fisherman's tale tonight we're going to hear what roots and eric uh think about it and uh, i think i'm, I'm going to try to play a little bit more of it before the showtime as well uh we're also talking about eye of the temple are you familiar with eye of the temple brian i think i've heard of it it's amazing it's amazing it's a uh, it, it's a um, it's an adventure puzzle game uh but the the catch here is that there's no stick locomotion in it i it's have just heard of this. room scale <laughs> yes it's just room scale, but the the game adapts to your play area, and it puts you on like moving platforms and things that turn you in in the game, so that you never actually walk out of your play space. Like you're not going to be walking into your wall or or, or knocking your te television over. It's actually ingenious the way that they've uh, allowed people to kind of um, exist in VR without injuring themselves or others. 
so I highly recommend it to anyone who's uh, got a PC or Quest. It's coming to Quest this week, and uh, we're going to be talking about that version tonight. Uh, and then, then we're going to move on to the uh, the main event, which is Returnal, forced into VR, not full VR, but 3D in VR uh, via Reshade, which is something that's been available pretty much since Returnal launched, but only recently has the um, performance updates put the thing in, in, a, in a good enough state to where we can actually run it in VR and, and have enough frames to be comfortable. So that's the lineup tonight. Two upcoming releases, uh, one which we expect to get in VR one day, uh, but we, we're, you know how we are, Brian. We're impatient. We're going we're gonna to do it now, even if it's not as good as it's going to be later. <laughs> I didn't get your joke at first, so uh, thanks for the punchline. I drove it home. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're pushing three now. We're about uh, about a hundred away from hitting three K. So uh, anybody wants to come and help us out with that, much appreciated. They can't hear me. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, my wife just came in and said Brian's mic's not on. <laughs> Amazing, dude! I it, because you were talking about stuff. Uh, I was like, I didn't want to break break in and say uh, sirens on my end, so I was keeping an eye on my microphone levels and it's like knocking them down whenever I could. And, uh, and that's it. That's it. You, you missed, you missed great jokes. You guys, you missed a lot of great jokes. Uh, but that, we'll just, we'll, you'll just never know what you missed. That's how this shit works. There was one, there was there seven was one amazing okay jokes, <laughs> a seven nonstop hilarity on Brian's end. Uh, all right, you guys, like I said, don't forget to subscribe to, uh, Wes over there on virtual strangers. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's totally thrown off my rhythm, man. We got a lot of cool tips in the chat. Make sure we start, um, guys. Uh, Dan, the GameCat's pajama starts off and reminds us that uh, if you are if, if if you become a member over here on YouTube, then you get like free you get free super tips or free super chats, uh, and so you you get your message highlighted in the chat. It's pretty cool. Um, I think I, I think Looper was telling us it's one a month, uh, but hopefully that makes your membership worthwhile. Dan, the GameCat's pajamas says Galaxy Cart resolution bump. Hype. Um, listen, uh, this we were going to talk about this later in the show, but let's just fucking knock it out right now, right? Uh, I'm assuming that you haven't had a chance to check out the resolution update for Galaxy Cart, Wes. Uh, I haven't checked out Galaxy Cart at all, honestly. I've been waiting for it to get into a state where people say, "All right, now, now you should check it out." So, uh, I guess I should ask you, Brian, have you checked out that resolution bump? update yes i have sir i checked it out minutes before the show because we got the news just minutes before the show uh that it had happened and i'm so excited to say that this game looks this game looks like pretty clear now man like it is it i 
if this is how it launched, I would have said nothing about the resolution. I think it's at a place where I think everybody will be happy with it. It looks crisp, looks clear. Uh, it's It looks very nice. And it also came with a bunch of bug fixes. I don't know what bug fixes. I only raced one track one time because I only had minutes to go. Uh, but it looked very clear and it was very fun. Uh, I don't... So did, uh... <laughs> They've already updated it so that you don't have to play like each track three times to unlock the next one, right? Yeah, you only have to you only have to unlock the easy and medium. So you have to play you have to win first place twice on each track now instead of four times. That was really silly. Um, and everything everything kind of works. Um, so the multiplayer works fine. the The track unlocking works fine. The, the power-ups are fun. The sense of speed is good. The, my biggest problem with it right now, like more than anything else, is that there's is that is that there's only four tracks total, right? That's the biggest problem I have with it right now. And so if, if they can up the player count to eight players and keep bringing us more tracks, I think this is going to be a fun game, especially if Dash Dash isn't getting here anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think it is. And uh, that's fine. That's fine. If Galaxy Part uh, continues to progress the way it has, I'm fully confident that they're going to bring more content uh, to the game. Um, I, d- I just like for what's there to be good. And from what I'm hearing, it is. So it might be time to check it out. Yeah. It might be time to check it out. I wish it was I wish it was like an early access price because of the content. I wish that because it's, it's asking a lot for people to just believe that everything they promise is coming, right? I want wheel support, wheel support with one sense controller, right? That's how I want to play this game. And that's coming. It's not there yet. Uh, I need, I think that, I think it was Nihilus Ryan in the chat said, now we just need 10 more tracks. <laughs> it's kind of true, right? I think Dash Dash is like 16 or 17 and they're, they're, they're all better than, than these. So, you know, but while we're waiting, I think it's a fun game. Yeah. And Dash Dash uh, has the wheel support too, and it's cool because it's they they have like a hybrid mode where you can steer with one hand and then use one motion controller to kind of like fire the weapons and stuff. It's yep. pretty cool. Yep. Uh, ben L of the GameCat Army with thirty three dollar tip says, "I turned thirty three today, so here's thirty three dollars." Uh, ben L, first and foremost, happy birthday! Thank you for being here and celebrating with us. Uh, it's, it's, it, I think there's a lot of birthdays this week in the chat. Oh, yeah. Uh, happy birthday to, you say Ben L? Ben L. Is, is that right? It's also ben Serial L. Killer's birthday, birthday this week, I think. Let's see. Who else? There was uh, Eric's daughter, Charlie. Oh. Happy birthday to uh, to Charlie. Who else was it? Um, somebody somebody had the, uh, fuck, man, I don't even remember. There was there were other people. Spraga, happy birthday, Spraga. Um no, there were others this week. My daughter's was last week, or maybe a week before. Chrome Colossus and, says his uh, is my, tomorrow. My dad's, my dad and my father-in-law share the same birthday, which was last week, and uh, my wedding anniversary is in three days. Wow! Days. I feel like we should all just take the week off and celebrate everything. Right. I agree. It's party party Bye, every single day. Uh, looping the underground game cat with the five euros says, please don't make them private yet. Referring to my old videos. Uh, he says, uh, I've just reached 2020. <laughs> oh, God. I, I really hope that's a joke and that you're not actually going through video by video. But if you are, don't, I mean, just, just please don't leave any comments. Don't call me out on anything. No timestamps, please. Like, cause, cause I'll click them. That's the problem. I'll click the timestamps and go, what the fuck? What stupid thing did I say at 12 minutes and 17 seconds in this video? And I guarantee you it's 
It's horrible. Niles Ryan says, Wes is married. My dreams are crushed. Breaking, 23 years. Breaking hearts, Wes. Breaking hearts. Sorry. I, should, I'm, I know I'm supposed to keep stuff like that to myself so that I can give the viewers hope. But uh, sometimes I slip, man. You know, I'm only human. I'm not married. I'm just saying. No one cares. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but, we, <laughs> but Brian, we think you're a horrible person. We're over you. Uh, dude, let's talk about a couple of viewer takeover questions real quick. Uh, these are questions that you can leave over on our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Join our Discord uh, and uh, and leave your questions that you want in the show over on view, uh, in our viewer takeover channel. What I'm trying to say here is like, you know, we appreciate when you help us out financially, but you don't have to to be part of the show. You can leave your questions in the chat here. Leave them in viewer takeover. Plenty of ways to do it, and hopefully we'll notice them. Uh, like we did with a perky game cat. So it's conspiracy theory time. With Microsoft trying to purchase Activision Blizzard, Sony is downplaying everything right now to make them seem less capable. So my theory is that they've gone blackout on their PSPR 2 plans because of this damn acquisition. Their 20 or first so first party games, their confirmation of hybrid games. What are your thoughts, cool cats? You, you know, um, we, we fall back on this conspiracy theory quite a bit because, yeah. to be quite honest, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like when I think about it, like who does Sony think that they're fooling? They're the they're the global leader by a mile. Are they going to really try to convince governments that that's because of Call of Duty? Because that's basically what they're saying is without Call of Duty, they're going to sink. And it's anti-competitive for for Microsoft to pick up Activision. Um, but. We have to give some credence to the rumor because so many industry insiders prescribe to this and say that that's, that's the case. That's why Sony not, not only hasn't really been promoting PSVR 2 games, but PlayStation games in general. I mean, they pretty much fell off the map when uh, Ragnarok launched, and uh, we're still, everyone's just kind of in a holding pattern right now, waiting to see what's coming next on uh, PlayStation 5. So... I mean, obviously something's going on, and this is the only really viable theory that I've heard on it. Um, so, yeah, I think this probably is the case. What do you think? I mean, I think it's I think it's tough to say anything definitive. It, it, it does make sense um, in, in a way, right? Because it's not just PlayStation VR two games that we're not hearing about. Like you said, it's, it's everything. Like we're just there's we're super late on a showcase. Right. There haven't been, I don't think nearly as many state of plays as we would have expected. I, I could be wrong about that. I don't really keep track of, uh, how many they do annually or when they happen, but it feels like Sony's been really quiet, especially about first party stuff. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I, there's obviously a reason. There's obviously a reason. Uh, and it's everything PlayStation. And so if they, if they are trying to downplay everything that they have, um, and then say, you know, and then, and then on top of it, they're, they're able to, because when they do finally do a showcase, it's going to be exclusive after exclusive after exclusive. Like they're not going to reveal all, you know, what all 20 studios are working on simultaneously, but there's got to be a few, man. There's got to be quite a few things like, you know, here's stuff coming out this year and then next year and just kind of get, think things to keep us excited about. And like they haven't done that. Um, so I don't know. There, there, there's got to be a reason. And. Uh, and, and, and some of you guys might have seen the news today that uh, the deal got blocked in the UK. Uh, and so, like, most people are like, oh, well, it's just not happening now. It's it's not really the end of it, I don't believe, unless I'm misinterpreting it. Um, Microsoft's obviously going to appeal it. Uh, Europe has, uh, Europe decided to uh, delay their decision until 
next month. So I was like, well, it, if it can, if if the UK can stop it, does the EU need to make a decision? Like, so I don't really understand how it works completely. Yeah, I don't get it. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, so we'll see. We'll that see. Makes, it's kind of weird that the Europe would have any kind of influence into the decisions. I mean, I don't, I don't think either one of these companies are headquartered on that continent. So like, why do they get to choose? It's a little weird. <laughs> Right. Well, because it would end up being a world monopoly, right? Like, so. yeah, for sure. So maybe that's why. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, it's it's a conspiracy theory. I've heard a thousand of them. Uh, I've heard lots of different rumors. And all I've got to say is that at this point, Sony must have so many uh, secrets and so many games in development that they're going to burst and they need to do something soon. But they don't need to do something soon because they're so far in the lead when it comes to like Microsoft versus sony they're so far in the lead it's not even funny uh switch is a whole nother league switch is always going to dominate uh, at least for the rest of this generation and possibly next we'll see uh we'll see what they do with their next thing but um and the other question comes from slyberger he says it was mentioned that due to the abundance of games at the psvr2 launch some smaller games definitely got buried in all the big launch titles my question is which games were those and more importantly which ones deserve to crawl out of the dirt and into our hearts light brigade which i guess it's not a big secret because we've all been trapping to get from the mountaintop since uh, launch day, mm-hmm. but uh, Light Brigade is is probably the 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 one that sticks out as you know coming from a small team and a small studio that um, was really a, exceptional game. Um, Zombie Land's pretty awesome too, I gotta say, and uh, not enough people were checking it out. Um, those are the two that really popped to my uh, to mind right off the top. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd honestly have to take a look at the list of launch titles, but the first one that popped into my head, um, you know, because we don't even talk about it that much here, is Runner, right? Runner. Oh yeah, Run, Runner's a great game, and I think it, I think it really excels on on PSVR two. Uh, I haven't played nearly enough of it to, to you know settle down and write a review about it, but man, it is it is a fun fucking game. And if you haven't played Runner, definitely check it out. Was it, what's it priced at? Do you remember? Because I fifteen dollars. Yeah, in a world where where the thirty is the new twenty, right? It's like to get a game that's even priced under twenty dollars and be as high quality as Runner is. Definitely need to check it out. It's a great game. Nick Nick Mulo asks, uh, "Does Song in the Smoke count?" Because Song in the Smoke, and I think that's a perfect example because I haven't tried Song in the Smoke out on PlayStation VR two yet. Uh, yep. We've been kind of saving that one. But I mean, by definition, it has fallen under the radar. I should have, I should have played that by now. Yeah, I mean, Song in the Smoke was a ten out of ten game on PSVR one, as far as I was concerned. And the the additions that they made for PSVR two, it looks better, it plays better. Like obviously, the controls just by nature, uh, analog stick feels better. Uh, and then of course, you get a jump button now. I mean, like it, it was they they re- this is by far the best version. Like it's it's not like oh, this is the PC version ported over to PlayStation VR two with a few enhancements. No. This is like, this is paid for by Sony. Sony was like, hey, we want, we love this game. We want you to make the best version of it possible, exclusive to PlayStation VR 2. And here it is, Rekindled Edition. It's phenomenal. I need to spend more time with it. I really want to review it. Definitely kind of buried on this a little bit. Um, and uh, 
I, I, I do want to throw out a budget title, another budget title. I guess this will be my second one, and that's and that's Awesome Asteroids, guys. If you want an easy platinum trophy, if you want to uh, support small developers, if you want to fly around space, like it's a very simple, straightforward arcade shooter. Unlock different weapons and then uh, use eye tracking uh, for your for your lock on missiles. And I'm like, it's just it's fun. It's relatively short, but uh, but for like eight bucks, nice easy platinum, nice fun way to spend an afternoon. I think I might have to do that, Brian. I don't think I've ever acquired a platinum trophy, ever. And my last uh, last week, my my twelve year old platinum bug snack. So I'm falling behind my own family here. I think I'm going to have to play Awesome Asteroids or something to uh, to catch up. Can I can I ask? Was it your twelve year old's mission to get the platinum, or did your twelve year old just play it so much that they just got it? Well, he, he played it so much that he got very close. And after having set the game down for a couple of months, he went back into it last week and to get the platinum. And now, now he's got the fever. Now he's looking at the uh, trophy lists for other games, trying to figure out what, what the next one is that he's going to uh, go for. Good call, mind job. Last clock wander says mind job. Embarrassingly, I haven't started that game. Dude, how, this is like my job. This is my full time job. The problem is, the problem is, is like, I, I there were two ways to go about covering the PSVR two launch. Here we are, two and a half months later, I'm still trying to figure out how to cover the PSVR two launch. You can either play thirty minutes of each game and do a little preview video, or you can go deep on each one, one by one by one by one, and then try to keep up with new releases as it's happened. And that's what I decided to do. I don't, I still don't know if it was the best way to to go about it. But here we are two and a half months later, and I'm still, every day, today I played two launch games, Wes, that I had never played before. Two. And I'm still not caught up. So we'll talk about more of those in a second. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good problem to have, Brian. I mean, I'm not really complaining. It's it's fun. Especially, dude, especially considering where we were with the PlayStation VR 1 for so long, where it was like we just go months without a new release and nothing to talk about. Uh, the fact that uh, now it's like every day I can wake up and just be like, well, I can just play something different. Like if I'm sick of the stuff that I've been covering, like I can just hit pause on those and go play something different. Um, Here's my problem is that, that there, there are so many great games in the launch lineup that I now I've played like some of the best ones and I want to finish them, but I have to now move on to other titles. So I don't get that chance. Like I I haven't like last week we played, um, village on the show we did real-time review and i'm pretty far along in village now but i haven't been back to it since last wednesday it's i'm still exactly where i was then we got a tip in the chat that i don't want to miss here from man bear pig game cat five dollar tip he does exist uh did sony slash psvr2 miss the mark with horizon call of the mountain since it's so much climbing if so then what will be our half-life alex from sony <laughs> This is a loaded question, man. I feel like we could do an entire show just about Horizon Call of the Mountain. I know we have done an entire show about Horizon Call of the Mountain, but we could do an entire show about Horizon Call of the Mountain and whether or not it missed the mark. What do you think, Wes? It depends on what what you define as the mark. Um, It it turned out to be better than I thought it was going to be. Coming out of playing the demo, uh, I had a pretty good idea, I thought, of what the game was, and it turned out to be way better than I even thought. That it was going to be but uh is it a game of the year 
contender up against games like Village and Retribution, Vertigo 2, and so on, Gran Turismo? I don't think so. Uh, while the production is there, the gameplay could have been a little less nerfed. It's obviously nerfed for new players, and that kind of holds it back from reaching its potential, in my opinion. I think it's a must-own title. I think it's worth the price of admission. I think it's a great VR game, uh, but I think I've seen better this year. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on all counts, I think. I, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. I thought it was uh, stunning visually. Uh, my fear of heights made all the climbing that much more intense and more fun. Uh, but I did find myself wishing that this wasn't the game they decided to make, right? Because once you kind of wrap your head around the fact that this is a climbing game, then you're like, okay, this is a game all about climbing. We've had those before in VR. This is their take on it using the Horizon license. That's That's fine. But if they wanted to make something that would rival Half-Life, Half-Life Alex and be like the new benchmark for all VR games, then this probably wasn't the way to do it, right? And, and, and maybe not the franchise they should have done it with. I don't know. Like, I, if there was, if, if it wasn't a game all about climbing and, the, and, the, and they kind of fleshed out the uh, combat system a little bit more, I think we could have been there, like pretty damn close. But I don't know. I, I loved it for what it was, but I don't think it's, but if, if anybody's looking for a Half-Life Alex killer or our version of a Half-Life Alex, this isn't it. I don't believe. Well, I think God of War or The Last of Us, they were asking what, what IP it would be. I think either of those uh, could potentially, you know, you know, based on the, the work that the studios have done in the flat world, um, obviously Insomniac has a wealth of experience in VR. So, I mean, Spider-Man or even Wolverine, could end up being that game. I don't know. I think there's a lot of possibilities here. Um, I want to say Uncharted, man. Like I really do. I want to say Uncharted. Like they could, they could do a new story of Uncharted. They could, um, I mean, they could, they could take it anywhere, right? Because as far as it goes, like Nathan Drake can go any, like as long as there's some treasure in sight, uh, he can have whatever companions with him or no companions. Uh, he can, and he can be going after whatever and they can put him in scary situations or fun situations or, you know, just whatever situations they want. It's, it's really open ended IP. The, the, the game, the game design can be really flexible depending on what story they want to tell. My only, my only concern would be we just had Horizon Call of the Mountain that was all about climbing. So if even if like 20% of an Uncharted game, Uncharted VR game was climbing, People would be like, is this all Sony first party can do? It's climbing games. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I think it'd just be too much fucking climbing, man. I feel like maybe go to a different IP first and come back to her Uncharted later in the generation. I think they are going to reboot it. I, I think what they're going to do, and this is all speculation, by the way, I think we're, we're going to be playing as uh, the daughter. I know you remember the daughter from the end of four. I, I think that'll be the main character. And then I think Nathan will kind of be like the Sully character. In the, uh, in the new series. It works for me. Just because it makes sense. It makes sense for them to go that direction. Uber, the underground game cat with the five euros, says, I picked up Altair Breaker on the sale, and so far it's a hidden gem. There's not much uh, content variety, but the gameplay loop is so addicting. Um, what's your experience with Altair Breaker, Wes? None. I know what it is. <laughs> I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Um, to be honest, that, it's a, it, that's arena-based uh, melee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's just not, you know, that's really not my genre. Um, and uh, I've had the opportunity to play it, but, uh, you know, we only cover what we want to play, and I don't think any of us ever really got too excited about that one. So, yeah, yeah I have no experience with it. So here's my deal with Altair Breaker. I, I loved Swords of Gargantua for what it was. I thought Swords of Gargantua was there was this addictive gameplay loop and that was third versus game prior to this. Um, and you know, they didn't support it on PlayStation VR one after they got it out. I'm assuming that it didn't sell. And that was like, pff, they're like, well, we can't keep supporting this thing. No one's playing it. Like no one's, no one bought it. No one's playing it. Damn. Um, and so, you know, I, I go into this already a little bit hesitant going, Oh geez, these guys again. Um, but I, but I jumped into it for the first time today because people were asking me, uh, jelly in the, uh, discord chat, voice chat was asking me what's your thoughts on Altair Breaker and I was like I don't fucking know like I haven't played it um but I should I really want to know everything about this game and so Elvert was in there and he was like let's go let's 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 jump in let's do this and so we jumped into a game of Altair Breaker today I'm showing the footage right here on the screen and immediately I was like we were going through the tutorials and I was like oh this is cool this you can you can just climb anything you want like this it's like you know zenith it feels like zenith oh and the and some of these weapon moves is really cool you can like swing your sword upward and, and knock enemies into the air and then and then uh fly up next to them and beat the crap out of them while in the, they're in the air and it's it's swords of gargantua so it's so it's not it's it's somewhat arena based but it's a little bit more open ended than that um and and it's all about, you know, loot and you know, all about going in and, and collecting weapons and um, collecting health items and, and, and whatever else. Like I, we only did one run and we only went about four or five levels deep just to kind of like get a feel for the game. And that's what you're watching right now. And we had fun, man. We had fun. I would not play this by yourself, right? It feels like kind of empty without somebody else there to interact with. But this is, if you can get like, I don't know how many players you can play total in this, but uh Two players was fun, and if it if it supports more than two players, then I 100% agree. Like this is kind of a hidden gem, and I'm really enjoying it so far, and I can't wait to get back to it. Nice. Yeah. I would not have expected that. So, you know, I, I say that uh, arena based melee is not my thing, but I have played certain titles that I enjoy in the genre. So maybe this would end up being one of them. You never know, Wes. You never know. Josh Cat with the $5 tip says, great thing about Awesome Asteroids is how receptive Strange Game Studios is to suggestions and implementation of requests. This is an advantage very few take advantage of. Agreed. It's the kind of benefit of being a small developer, right? Like uh, Reggie is, I think, one of two people over there at Strange Game Studios at this point. I think uh, I think Boss came on full-time recently. I could might have that wrong, so it might just be two of them. Um and, uh, and, and I think once you get, once the studio size grows to be too big, uh, you, you're not able to do that as easily, right? Cause you stop like either you stop interacting with the community as much, or, or there's too much bullshit that you have to go to and get the whole team to agree on things. But like, literally if Reggie has a good idea, he's like, all right. And then, and then it's done. Right. So I agree. I agree. And that's kind of the cool thing about, um, the VR industry growing up with us, right. As, uh, as, you know, as being, being, having this channel here in, in virtual strangers, West, like, like we've gotten to know some of these studios and we knew a lot of them when they were just a couple people. And now we've seen them grow into these gigantic studios. Right. And, uh, and it's, it's been really interesting to see which ones have valued the community and which ones have valued even us. Right. As like people who, who do this and listen to our uh, shows or our advice. 
um, and which ones never did, never cared. Uh, and, uh, it's just, I mean, I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong, right? It's, it's just been interesting to kind of see how it all goes down. It's been fun. It's been fun growing up with these studios. Typically the uh, developers that are good about, uh, taking feedback and implementing, uh, updates based on it, they're the typical typically the ones that are more successful and, and do continue to grow because they put out higher quality games. Uh, so it's gotten to the point now that we've had, we have these studios that have put out two, three, four VR games since 2016 and they've steadily gotten better and better and better over time. So now we have a certain level of trust with certain studios because we know, you know, if X developer is putting out a game and it's not right when they launch it, they will fix it while there are others that uh, we don't have so much faith in. So you're absolutely right. Uh, and then one more tip before we get on with the show, Stacks Pleased Game Cat. $10 tip says, I went to Coachella for Bjork and Frank Ocean. Uh, fun, but in retrospect, I should have just gotten a second headset for my wife. PSVR 2 is the cutting edge of entertainment, 100% better than a drone light show. I'm at a loss. I don't know what a drone light show is. Uh, I'm assuming that's something that went down at Coachella. Um, but man, I will say, Wes, I missed the days where I was just down to get up and do anything, right? I think everybody here knows me as the person who refuses to leave his apartment. Doesn't matter who invites me to go anywhere. I've been invited to multiple countries over the last few years to go play games that are early in development. I'm just like, I'm good. I'm just going to stay here, right? But once upon a time, somebody would be like, hey, you want to go see the Black Crows? Like right now? I'd be like, let's fucking go. Right? Completely different well, person is, back in the day, Wes. I've been to, to hundreds uh, of of uh, rock and metal shows. That's all I used to do. We used to go to at least one a month for probably close to a decade. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I grew up, had children and responsibilities, and I kind of drifted away from that, along with the friends that I used to do this with. But recently, just on a whim, I went onto Facebook and decided to try to reconnect with one of those guys. And we started talking about, you know, music and shows, of course. And he's like, you know what? Uh, Louder Than Life Festival is coming up later this year. Just like a hundred bands, some of them legendary, like metal bands. He's like, we should go to that. I'm like, well, that's that's great in theory, but that's a, that's a $300 ticket, dude, you know. <laughs> It's a little, he's like, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll win us tickets from the radio station. I'm like, all right, sure. You win tickets from the radio station. I'll go with you. So like three weeks pass. And then I get a text from this guy, a screenshot. He won fucking tickets from the radio station. So I guess I'm going to a festival in September with like a bunch of awesome bands on it. All right. That's awesome. Um, I feel like the dude knows someone at the radio station. <laughs> Right. No, no way he, he like, says, I, I, I asked him how he does it. He says he wins tickets all the time. And, uh, I guess a, a large uh, amount of his job is driving. So he's always listening to the radio and they do know him there because he calls in so much. And I guess he's just got it down to a science that he, uh, he knows how to win these things. And I've definitely focused on the wrong things in my life. Yeah, for real. Okay. Uh, next up. I'm debating in my head. I was like, how many of these stories do we want to tackle? Uh, did you happen to see? There's a new PlayStation VR 2 game listed on the store, Wes, and it is called Ultimate 
knockout. Did you see this? I did see this, and it's interesting for a number of reasons. First of all, uh, when I when I read the title, I thought, okay, we have another generic boxing game here. Yep. But that's not what this is, because when I clicked on the link to check it out, I see an octagon, a caged octagon. Yep. So immediately, this is a ripoff UFC game, right? I mean, it looks like a ripoff UFC game. Yeah, it looks definitely uh, some kind of MMA. Uh, the description is hilarious. And I will tell you right now, I, yeah. I spent some time today online searching for a screenshot uh, anything about the studio uh, prior to this, they really haven't made much worth noting straight jacket entertainment. Um, the description, it says uh, a trailblazing. Can you guys see this on the screen? Uh, I don't know if you can or not. Where am I right? There it is. Okay, perfect. Uh, a trailblazing title utilizing Sony PlayStation's superior graphic processing, Epic Games Unreal Engine, coupled with Straight Jacket's revolutionary hyper-realistic character design and ahead of the curve, Markerless mocap tech. How many fucking dumbass buzzwords did it shove in there? Right? Slated for the release of Q4 2023, sees the release of Ultimate Knockout on Sony PlayStation throughout Europe, Australasia, Australasia, is that a word? North and South America, physically, physically, I didn't read this closely enough, physically and digitally. Unlike conventional combat video games, capitalized, our fighters are hotshots. Frequently frequenting the world of music, sports, glamour, and politics. Garment from clothing to footwear will also be available in game stores via limited edition products sold. This dude, it's it sounds like they don't know what this game is. Like it just doesn't seem like they know what this game is. I think they have a good idea what this game is. Uh, I think what they're trying to do here is they're trying to capitalize on what's popular in combat sports, which uh, by the way, is the only sport that I follow. I, I, I'm a big UFC MMA fan. I watch some boxing. Uh, I don't watch football or basketball anymore like I used to. Uh, but this is something I'm familiar with. And so what they're doing here is they're trying to capitalize on the popularity of UFC while integrating the trend of what's popular in boxing right now. Do you know what's popular in boxing right now, Brian? I do not. Jake Paul... Logan Paul, okay. KSI, I guess I did know. YouTubers, yeah. yep. influencers. So what they're doing here, what this sounds like to me, these hot shots, I don't know if they're going to be real life influencers or some like fictional influencers, but it seems like that's what they're going for here. This is going to be kind of like a celebrity MMA. And I think it could work if they get real celebrities to sign on to this. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah. I I don't know, man. This is I, I would I'd kill for a any in game screenshot that I could possibly get. Like just one. For real. Just one. Because I don't know. I don't think I don't think MMA is like really designed for VR. I mean, sure you could, you know, swordsman give you a kick button. So I guess you could have a couple kick buttons, a couple things. I mean, but I guess at the same time I didn't think skateboarding was really designed for VR. But here we are, we're about to get VR skater uh this summer and you do all the tricks with your hands. So I mean I guess I guess you can figure shit out. And uh, it, it, it's funny, this description doesn't talk about PSVR 2. You only know about PSVR 2 because of what it says further down, like in the, in the, in the regular Sony uh, tech stuff. Um, 
It also says plays PSVR one as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of faith. Uh I don't either. Yeah. But we'll see. This was just it popped up today and I think everyone just was like, What the fuck is this? But I don't know, man. I don't know. Um would you, if they came to you and said, Hey, Wes, can we use your likeness in this uh MMA fighting game? You're a celebrity. Uh, th- they would have to show me my stats first. If they, if they let me get customized what type of a fighter I'm going to be and what my strong points and weak points were, yep. sure, why not? I'd be down. Okay. Now, I could actually probably give them a lot of feedback on this. Uh, it's something I, the two things I'm an expert in is VR and uh, mixed martial arts, so I could probably uh, give them a lot of feedback. If they need a good beta tester, might want to hit me up. You've been, uh, by any chance, keeping up with any of the poker stars nonsense? Man, I've just been laughing about it, watching your show, watching your Twitter, watching it come and go as it always has on the, the Sony platform. Uh, what's going on this week with uh, with poker stars who you are? Dude, all I'm going to say is that this is the uh, third time it's been kind of like pulled out from under our feet. Right back in 2021, we had uh, it got it got announced. And I don't know if it got announced. It, what, what happened was the trophies went live, and that's how it got it kind of leaked. Right, trophies went live, which generally means that it's weeks from being released at most uh, for PSVR one. Never came out. Trophies disappeared, uh, and then it got in, announced again. Uh, you know, a few months back for PSVR two, and then it wasn't, and then. This is about as close as we've come, man. We got a tweet from PlayStation saying, hey, Poker Stars, you know, coming soon on PSVR 2 uh, with like a 10-second little little video clip. Uh, it also linked to the PlayStation Store. I believe the store page is still up, but the tweet has gone down. There was a video, I believe, on the PlayStation YouTube channel that is now missing in action, and we no longer have... The announcement, at least, of Poker Stars VR. Um, so, <sighs> what could possibly be happening, Wes? What could possibly be happening that would cause this over and over and over? Is this some kind of weird guerrilla marketing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know. I know that um, you know, getting published on uh, the Sony Store is no small feat. There, there can be a lot of back and forth between studios and the Sony QA team uh, to get published. Typically, though, um, the studios during this period aren't putting their game out there and and trying to promote it. They're just trying to get the green light to publish it. Uh, So maybe there's a a little bit of uh, uh, PokerStars Studio, I don't even know what studio does it, uh, jumping the gun a little bit and maybe putting themselves out there a little bit too quickly, but you'd think they would learn after a time or two, right? <laughs> Just to kind of back off. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea what the, I've, I've never seen anything quite like this, Brian. Yeah. I guess I haven't either. Um, this is, so it was, it was PlayStation that tweeted this out by the way, um, most recently. And so that, that really, that really screws with the conspiracy a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm just not really sure what's happening. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I really do want PokerStars to come to PlayStation VR 2. Otherwise, I would have stopped caring about this story back in 2021 when it first started. Uh, if, if we didn't want des- uh, PokerStars VR on PlayStation VR 2 so desperately, because other than Walkabout, that's that's the other really great place to hang out and, and shoot the shit with your friends and just kind of kill a night, right? Like just like get all your friends together, sit around the poker table, be stupid and have fun. Like, sit and Walkabout. I really want this. Oh, your uh, your frame rate's a little low over there. For reals, for reals. But yep. Super, super. Um, yeah, it must be my my connection. My uh, my camera looks good on my computer here, so it must be uh, internet related. I think we got it back though. I think you're all good. Um. <sighs> All right, man. Well, listen. Uh, oh, you know what? We got Nidogger, the easy-to-please game cat with the one euro. Didn't say anything to follow it up, but thank you very much. Appreciate your euro. Uh, let's talk about some deals, Wes. We got um, – I think for – I could be wrong, but for the first time, PSVR 2 games on sale on the PlayStation Store. And uh, I think I think this is – there's a couple games in here that people shouldn't miss out on. So let me see if I can't get these up on the screen for everybody. Make life nice and easy. So um, so we're using, for those of you interested, psprices.com, which is a very useful tool that I had no idea even existed, Brian, until you enlightened me yeah. uh, on this. Craziness. Craziness. Yeah, this was, um, this was actually uh, what – oh, God – Somebody help me out. Who's the one that would, uh, that uh, Duran fan, Duran fan would make the sales lists, right? He would put the, he, he would post the, all the sales for the PlayStation VR one and PlayStation VR two games. I guess just PSVR one. I haven't heard from Duran fan in a little bit. Um, and he would post those on Reddit and I would take those lists and make like super crazy long videos about all the sales. Uh, and so I think I learned it from him, I believe. Good stuff. Uh, Andy, all right. Some of these deals are. Fire, son. Yeah, well, let's bring these up. I got them up on the screen here from psprices.com. And uh, what, what, what are you seeing on your screen over there? Uh, well, what really jumps off the screen to me is eight bucks for Thumper. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. You're going to jump on that. Um, uh, of course, Res. We can talk about Thumper. I always talk about Res. Res is on a pretty good deal at uh, 22 bucks. Um, there's other stuff that I'm I'm interested in, like Cities VR. Cities VR is not a game that's for everyone, mm-hmm. uh, but this is a pretty fair price at uh, at 24. Yeah, I mean, I think when some of these games came out at launch, uh, again, you know, these are probably some of the games. If anybody's curious, like what games got buried at launch, these are some of the games that got buried at launch. Um, I'm sure Cities VR is a great game. I know that uh, you know Miles talked about it extensively. I have not yet played it. Uh, and so the $30 price tag might seem a little bit too much, but 24, it's like, you're starting to get to like to everybody's comfort zone. Um, I'm going to say that Demio with plus is only 30 bucks instead of 40. Uh, and I think that is a fantastic value right there. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, sat out and said, well, I'm going to wait on Tetris effect to, to go on sale. Guess what? Tetris effects on sale. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm double checking something here because I'm pretty sure that Resident Evil Village is on sale. Yes, it 
is, Wes, we just found the best deal on the PlayStation Store currently, and that is Resident Evil Village, usually $40. It is currently on sale for $20. That's the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 version, so you automatically get the PSVR 2 version with that. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, although my review is not out, it will be the highest-ranked PSVR 2 game reviewed so far. Yeah, everyone should own this game. Go buy it now. Go buy it now. Uh, I will say I watched... Um, worth, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to say for what it's worth, uh, eighteen fifty-nine for uh, After the Fall for Plus members. Pretty solid game for that price. Agreed. Last Labyrinth, I'm going to tell everybody. I think you should stay away from this game. Uh, it is a uh, it's, it's a horror escape room game, which two things that I absolutely love. And uh, I was watching Elbert play it over the last day or two over on our Discord server, and it brought back lots of bad memories. Lots of bad memories. <laughs> you sit in a wheelchair and you point a laser pointer at things in the room for a little anime girl to walk up to and interact with. And after you point at it and click at it, she looks at you and points at the thing that you pointed to, and then you have to say you have to nod yes. Say, and it's, dude, maybe cute for like 20 minutes at best. But after that, I'm like, I am done. I am done. And I don't think the puzzles were well done. I think the puzzles, the puzzles were bad. Like some of them were just poorly designed. Um, not, not what I'd call a fun escape room. I, I love this game at first, but it took me about an hour and a half, maybe to two hours to go from loving this game to absolutely fucking hating this game. Like some of the puzzles later on are so convoluted and just unreasonably difficult. Yeah. I like this thing. Yeah. Algebra puzzles. Who does that? I mean, uh, yeah, there was one puzzle. I remember having to take my headset off and like actually do algebra, like literally try to like solve for X. And I was like, what is going on right now? There's got like, is, could it be that I'm just missing the very simple way to do this puzzle because to my knowledge, there's not a normal way to do this. You shouldn't have to pull out pen and paper while in VR to figure out a puzzle. The one that stumped me was advanced algebra, right? So you're talking about solving for X. The the one that I had, uh, you know, to properly use algebra to, to solve it, um, you would have to write out series of equations, right? In three variables, X, Y, Z equals this. And, so this this equation will give you x and y and not z. This one will give you uh, x and z, but not y. The the other one gives you y and z, but no x. And you have to use these the series of equations to kind of solve for the unknowns. And um, I was on stream, oh god, trying, trying to do this, which made it ten times worse. And I, after like being stuck on it for an hour, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this game forever. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, I played Fantavision today for the first time. Not, not for me. I mean, it's, I, I, I wasn't, there was no way I was going to buy it for $30, like until I was caught up with every single other game that I had to review. Uh, but 15, I picked it up. I took a risk and like, it's kind of pretty, I guess. And that's, that's stretching the definition of pretty very far. Um, it's just very, very basic. You can't use the sense controllers. You have to use the dual sense controller. And I don't know. I got pretty bored of it pretty fast. I've I've been mildly interested in this game just because I love fireworks. I always have since I was a child. So I, w I was hoping that at least in this game, there might be some 
fairly realistic looking fireworks displays. Uh, would you say that that's the case or would you say that it looks like Fantavision from PS2? I mean, it kind of, yeah, it's Fantavision from PS2 so far. Now I'm, I'm, I only played it for a little while because I quit kind of early on because I was like, I was, wasn't having a good time and I wasn't very good at it. Um, and so, uh, but, it, and there's nothing about it that was like, oh, I need to come back and like do this better. Like, I know that I can do this better. Of course I can do it better. I just don't want to, right? This isn't Tetris. It's a, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, click that addiction, uh, trigger right, like right off the bat. And I, and I wasn't, I'm not looking to find it. Um, I'll, so far early in the game, all the, all the, uh, all, all the fireworks are kind of identical. They're just like that, the, the, the bloom type thing. Um, I'm assuming that they get bigger and more complicated and more impressive, but I have no interest in spending any more time with this game in order to see those things. I'll, I'll just go to VR chat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll go see some fireworks in there. Um, Altair Breakers, 24 bucks. That's the reason I played it today. I wanted to see if it was worth, um, worth picking it up on sale for, I know for 30 bucks, it might be a little bit much, but you know, you knock it down to 24 and it's starting to get closer to most people's wheelhouse. And, uh, like I said, only played the first few levels. I think in multiplayer, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, and I, I don't even know how many people I can play with. I should probably look this up, uh, because, because I'm, I'm assuming if you can play three or four players, then it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. Let's see. Team up with team, <laughs> team up with other three players from around the world and take on enemies together. Team up with other three players. Wes, do you think the, that the other three players? So there's four players in the world total. You're one of them. Is it, is that's it, can I, I'm going to just going to go to the steam page, man. What does the steam page say about this? Cause there's no way that the, we have the same translation on there. Oh, by the way, steam, steam page. Uh, the game is $25 over there. <laughs> That's just how much it is. Um, co-op multiplayer. Here we go. Team up with other three players from around the world. I'm fucking done. <laughs> I'm done. Wes. I'm so fucking done. Team up with other three players. So it's either three or four players. I don't want to. I don't want to say which it is because I don't want to lie. It's four. It's got to be. It's got to be. But why wouldn't you say go out in a party of four players to like keep people from? Because you don't want to put three if it's four players. Find a way to say that it's four player co-op. I'm like, I don't know. Other three players. The can, other three players. Can, can we move on? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will ask you. Um, Cave Digger 2, 15 bucks. Uh, co-op game. Had some potential when it launched on PSVR 1. Uh, now coming back to it through fresh eyes on PSVR 2. Uh, is it worth our money? Oh, you don't have a take on this. You're asking me. <laughs> yes, I'm asking you because I, I'm, I have not played it. I haven't played it either. I've watched other people play it. I watched... Dude, what, apparently Elvert's just doing all my work for me. I just hang out in voice chat while I work and, and watch whoever's streaming simultaneously. Um, it seems like it's it's a little more polished and a little clearer than the PlayStation VR 1 version. However, it's still got some crazy bugs. Um, so it is, I, I would say fucking wait a little bit longer. Um, I don't know. I mean, $15 is pretty cheap. So if it's like, if you're really out of PSVR two games to play, I can't imagine that you are then like, 
you know, it might be worth the risk because I did have fun with it despite the flaws, despite the bugs, despite game breaking events that would happen. Um, I still had fun with it. And I was like, man, like if they could just polish this up, it'd be a lot of fun. And so if you don't mind dealing with those while it's on sale, I don't know, it might be okay, especially since it's co-op. It's kind of fun. That's the thing, right? Friends, friends make bad games good. Josh Cat with the $2 tip says, solving puzzles with algebra, that's a game for me. All right, Josh, well, then your new mission, if you choose to accept it, is to play Puzzling Places. Nope. What game was it called? Last Labyrinth. I told you, man, I'm fucking not with it today. Not with it today. Just wait until just wait until I let you know what the supermassive joke was that you all missed out on earlier. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hey, so the topic of the show uh, is humanity. Um, I know the, de- the demo was out recently. I actually missed out on the demo. Did you, did you <laughs> manage to play it when during that limited time demo? You know, I did. And, you know, playing the full version of it today, I, I, I kept thinking that maybe I had accidentally installed the demo because the levels in this game, they refer to them as trials. So every, when I would unlock a new, uh, a new ability or something, it would tell me that I would be able to, for example, have free uh, camera movement during this trial. And I'm like, <laughs> did I install the, the trial version? I thought I installed the full one. Uh, but no, I did not try the uh, the demo. I got to imagine it's probably very similar to the game that I played today. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, the uh, this, this, is, this is something that I, I've got to be honest. Like, I mean, I... I, I I looked at this and, and it took us a long time to kind of figure out what kind of game humanity was. They first revealed it a couple of years ago. Uh, and, and we're like, we don't, we don't know what this is, right? Like we, the, but the enhanced logo on the screen kind of gave us all hope. And so this is, this is, looks interesting. Like enhance so far has made very good games, but, uh, I think we should be clear and say, Hey, that this is, this is not made by enhance. This is published by enhance. Uh, so the same studio that made Tetris effect, uh, and, uh, and res infinite didn't, didn't make this. Um, this was in fact made by THA and I, and I don't think they've made too much other stuff prior to this. Um, it looks like lemmings and it plays like lemmings. Uh, you play as this little white dog running around in third person and you are guiding literally thousands of people to a glowing white light. What's the likelihood, Wes, that we're bringing all these people through death into the afterlife? They make it seem that way, right? Because uh, the white light could either be, or or the intelligence, the blue sphere that's guiding you. Um, It could either be like a godlike figure, or it could be like an extraterrestrial. Those are typically the options we have when we lead people to get sucked up into the light. Uh, but there are other things that they, um, other kind of clues that they give you, like they tell you not to worry about the people that are, uh, that, that fall off the ledge or whatever, that, that their spirit lives on and that, that they'll be reincarnated and walk through the door again soon. Uh, so it does, does certainly kind of have that spiritual feel to it. And then beyond that, when they talk about, you know, um, trials and judgment and these sorts of themes these are uh typical afterlife themes that you you uh, read about in most uh religions so 
uh, yeah, I, I do think I, I am erring on the side of uh, spiritualism here with regard to uh, where these people are going. Yeah. And it, and it, I mean, it plays like lemmings, man. Like, you know, you, yeah. you're not assigning roles to the people, but you are uh, leading a, a mass of people uh, in a direction uh, and basically, you know, kind of giving them instructions. You're placing down, oh, turn here. Right. And then the whole group of people will turn at a certain place or, or jump here or do a long jump here. Uh, and it's, it's very quickly, Wes. I, I didn't, I didn't get too far into this. Um, and I, and I'm concerned because I, the, the same reason I didn't want to play it to begin with is the same reason I kind of stopped playing maybe earlier than I should have, um, to get proper impressions. But it's, it's, it's that these type of games are always kind of fun at first. You know, especially comparing it to Lemmings, um, because it's like, oh, cool, you know, I'm like guiding. Look at all these people on the screen. There's literally thousands of them, and and they're all, you know, I get to kind of like save them and 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 get them to their destination. And and I think that's always fun for a little while, and then you just the second you kind of start getting stumped, I th- I think it I think it loses some of its appeal. At least for me, it does. And I think I think hardcore puzzle fans are going to get really really into this. Um, but I, but as soon as I I got stuck a little bit and and wasn't quite sure what to do next, uh, I ended up dropping out and was like, all right, that's enough. I'm gonna have to play this whole thing for review. So uh, you know, I will I will certainly get back to it. But but so far, I like it. But there's a big but there's a big butt in the room. Yeah, I I, I agree pretty much with everything you said there. Now I I I, I do like puzzle games and I like challenging puzzle games and. Certainly, um, this seems like it's going to get challenging pretty quickly. Uh, it is pretty basic, um, a pretty basic flow puzzler. It's, these are all flow puzzles, and just like other types of games like this in the past, uh, every level gives you a new ability, and as soon as you get that ability, they present you in a situation where you have to use it. So um, as the game goes on, the puzzles get more complex and require more thought. But it's pretty straightforward. Outside of it having uh, a, a touch of Japanese weirdness to it, which I like, by the way. I, Same. I, I think it uh, gives the game a little bit of flavor. Um, it seems like a flow puzzler that w- was made in dreams, pretty much. <laughs> there, there was a part of me today that said that said what. Actually, I don't know. So I don't know if, like, if we experienced the same thing because I, I at one point said, "Man, this definitely feels like something that was made in dreams." Um, so very interesting that you made that. Uh, that you said they made the same connection that I did. Very strange. Tim O'Keefe says, "How was the resolution?" I thought it looked great. Um, the funny yeah, thing yeah. is, is I, I was waiting for it to switch over to VR because uh, I started it with the headset on. I was using the sense controllers, and most games are like you know can't use the sense controllers. This isn't a VR game or, or switch it over to VR to use the sense controllers, something along those lines. Uh, and it played just fine in cinema mode with great haptic feedback in the sense controllers, pretty decent controls with the, the sense controllers. And, uh, I, and I was like, wait, is this after a level or two, is this going to pop into VR? Like I was just playing it flat. And, uh, and, and then finally I realized that was right on the title screen. That I got to switch over. Um, but it played fine. You can zoom in, you can zoom out, you can lean in, uh, and, uh, and you can't quite get as close to the people in the game as I wanted to, right? Like I, I wanted to like get like really up close. Um, 
I meant to ask you about this. I did notice in the options that there is a uh, a scale slider, so you can uh, change the scale of the world. Did you try playing with that any at all? No, but I'm really glad that you saw that because uh, that sounds like exactly what I want. It it, it seems like the type yeah. of game that you should be able to like demio it, right? Like pull and push and stuff, like kind of like on the fly, um, because depending on what you're doing. But it's really good to know because I'll definitely check that out because that sounds like what I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I noticed it, but I didn't have time really to play with it. I was more about trying to get as much of the game in as I possibly could. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, the the, uh, the the character models and stuff in it are extremely low detail. The the, right. the resolution's good. Everything's perfectly clear, but um, there's not a lot of detail here for you really to see. I imagine this game's going to look just fine on PSVR one, to be honest. Right. Which is also surprising that it's still coming to PSVR one when uh, when these guys went dark for quite a while. Like a lot of people thought the game was canceled, vaporware, whatever. Uh, and then when it reemerged, it's like, no, we're still coming to PSVR one and flat screen and PSVR two and flat screen PS five. Like I was like, oh shit, that's cool. Um, I, I gotta say, Wes, I, th- I think the thing that would have uh, solved my problem with this game is if they if they took their time introducing the new skills. Because it seems like almost every level they're introducing a new skill. And that's cool for people who like really catch on to things quickly. And that's not me. Like I, I don't catch on to anything quickly. I need time to, to like kind of learn something and adapt to it. And then like, oh, okay, now you've got a new power. Now you've got a new skill. Um, and I feel like, like they give you kind of like one level with each new skill until they give you another one. And I'm like, damn, dude, like give me like three or four levels, like kind of acclimating to this. Let me become a professional using this skill and then introduce a new one. And that's why I think I'm going to have to like, you know, go back to the first level a few times uh, and just kind of like really wrap my head around some of the stuff that's happening here. Because, uh, you know, when you're, when this isn't the kind of game that you normally gravitate towards, uh, you, it, it's, it might not be as easy to wrap your head around it. Um, and, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and I love the preview things that we're seeing here on the screen. Like, you know, like the, the, with people firing, there's like the lightsaber stuff. Uh, and it just looks really cool. And I can't wait to get to those things and see how they work. And, uh, and, and hopefully by the time I get to them, I've learned everything else that they've taught me in the process. Well, uh, I would suggest that you collect your goldies, Brian, yep. because uh, the more goldies that you collect, the more tools that they give you to kind of make your trial and error a little bit easier. Camera movement, I already mentioned. Uh, one of the more recent ones I unlocked allows you to restart a level with your uh, moves still in place. So if you want to retry a level, you don't have to go back through and and put all the turns and jumps and stuff in the uh, path, it'll automatically have that stuff there for you to edit, which will save you a lot of time and make replaying levels a lot easier. Nice. Um, so yeah, collect your goldies. Another other thing I wanted to say is uh, I hope you do enjoy the style of puzzler because 10 hearts is coming out in a few weeks and guess what? It's very similar to this. Damn. Damn. Michael Grant with a $2 tip says, you know who else? has a big butt in the room. <laughs> we do. I think we do, Michael. Oh man. Um, cool. 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 I don't, I don't, I, I don't want to talk about humanity anymore. This is, this was supposed to be the topic of the show. We've talked about it for like 35 seconds. Um, 
Well, I mean, what, what are we going to say about it, man? It's it's highly derivative of Lemmings. This is a Lemmings flow puzzler. It's pretty basic. I mean, the puzzles aren't. The puzzles are are uh, pretty complex as you go along. But you know what what typically sets these types of games apart are unique mechanics, yeah. and that might be something that we experience later in the game. But there hasn't really been anything too unique about it. And then unique aesthetics. Unique environments, characters, and that's not really the case here either. It's pretty, pretty bland and generic. It's fun if you like this sort of game. You're gonna, you're gonna dig it. Um, but it's, it's, it's just an. It's not the one, Brian. It's just another one. Ah, interesting take. I will say, I'm, I'm. It's hard for me to let these people fall off the edge, right? When, when I see people falling yeah, off the edge, same way, right? It's, it's, I, you know, cause I, I did play a lot of lemmings when I was young, but lemmings and paperboy kind of the same deal for me. It's like, I played it cause that's what we had. Uh, and that's what was on our computer. You know, it was like, but I was never really a fan of lemmings or paperboy. Those are the two games that always stand out to me that I played way too much of that. I just didn't love that much. So I played hundreds of hours of lemmings, I think between lemmings and oh, no more lemmings. And even like lemmings 3d on PS one, like for whatever reason, man, like I just played a lot of lemmings for some reason. Um, and so, yeah. And so I, I don't know, like I, hopefully all that experience with lemmings will, will get me far in this game. Uh, and, 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 and I also think that there's, there's a right time to play games. Right. And when you say, Hey, there's not a lot to talk about on today's games cast. Let's, let's, let's go and play uh, humanity for, you know, 30 minutes or 40 minutes or an hour or whatever, just to, just to kind of get the feel for it. Uh, so we can talk about it on the show. I feel like there's, there's rushing involved. Right. And, and for, for me specifically, I was like, I was, I couldn't just sit down and take the time and enjoy what it was. Um, and so I do feel like that this, like my first impressions of this are more stressful than they should have been. I feel like this is a game that you sit down and you just kind of chill. And, and honestly, I, I don't even think this is the kind of game that I'm going to want to sit and play for hours at a time, even if it does resonate with me. I think it's the kind of game that I'll like want to stop into each day and knock out another couple levels and then come back to the next day for another couple levels and the next day for another couple levels. Uh, I just, uh, I don't know if, the, if it gets its hooks in me, I'm going to come back to you and tell you guys that I was fucking wrong. But, but right now it's, it's sort of a, all right. We'll play. We'll, we'll take this one slow and see how it goes, kind of game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm the same way. By the way, with the uh, letting the guys go off the edge feels wrong. It feels like I'm supposed to be saving as many of them as possible, but that's literally the last thing that you want to do. The, the the strategy that seems to be the most effective for me is at first let them all fall off the edge. Yeah, and you want to put you want to place your moves backwards starting at the goal moving toward the source and that way when, once you, once you get everything in place you can just time it out right to grab your goldies and then you're on to the next level yeah i think that that's something that'll help me too because i did i, I restarted the levels like because I'm, i've got lemmings on the brain i've got these other games on the brain being like no 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 no, no. i, I want to get s level i want to get three stars on each way i want to they don't give a fuck whether people die in this game and so I've restarted many times, despite the fact that the game was like, don't worry about it. And I restarted the level anyway, because I was like, I don't want to lose anybody. I'm too caring, Wes. I'm too caring. No faceless, featureless man left behind. 
By the way, I don't know. If, uh, AJ is like 15 minutes behind the stream, and he said that you can use the sense controllers for Fantavision. Okay, uh, you, you have to. I'll say this: Fantavision makes you turn on the Dual Sense and hit the X button to start the game or whatever. And, and so that's why I was like, "Oh, you have to. You can't. You can't use the the sense controllers. You have to turn on the Dual Sense and start the game with that." And so. Major design flaw <laughs> right there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll check it out with the sense controls and I'll see if I like it any about any, any more. Um, but I'll tell you of all the games that I played today, West, Altair Breaker was the surprise for me. I enjoyed that quite a bit and knowing I can get in with, uh, other three friends. I'll be very happy <laughs> to do that. I'm sure all three of them are, are ecstatic and I can't wait to play with you. Yeah. I don't think I have. I don't think there are other three. I mean, it's just okay, you and AJ sometimes and Miles on Fridays. It's going to be a tough one to review. <laughs> I don't have other three. All right, man. This has been. <laughs> oh, sorry. Shit, we got a tip. Uh, Mark Pringlesleaf with a five quid says I can buy one game After the Fall, Song in the Smoke, or Zenith. Less. That is a very individual question, man. It really depends on what you like. Yeah. Um, they're all solid, great games, but they're all very different games. So, I mean, it just depends on what you want and what you like, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I mean, I think just who you can play with makes these radically different. Uh, Song of the Smoke is an isolated, solitary experience. After the fall, you can play with, like, other three friends. And then Zenith, other, other you, three, yeah. right? You can play with a ton of people. It's an MMO, uh, so it it does. Uh, after the Fall is not on this list for me. Uh, I like After the Fall better on PSVR two than I did on PSVR one, but it's it's just never going to be a game that I'm in love with. Song in the Smoke is a game that I'm in love with, and Zenith is a game I'm in love with. And I would probably pick, to be honest with you, Song in the Smoke, just because it's Zenith. You could stop into in a year, and it'll be better than it is today. Right, because they're just going to keep adding stuff. Song in the Smoke, that game's essentially done uh, and polished. I would, if you're going to, I would look at this question: which one should I play first? And I think you should play Song in the Smoke first. I would, uh, I would say something very similar. For me, though, uh, what Brian said, but swap Zenith and After the Fall. I, I would, I would pick Zenith uh, last of the three. And as far as which one you would play first between After the Fall and Song in the Smoke, it depends. Do you want a single-player experience or do you want a multiplayer experience? Um, if you're more of a multiplayer guy, um, go for After the Fall. And if you're more of a solitary person, go with uh, Song in the Smoke. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, this is, has uh, this has been one hell of a show. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I was all over the place today um, between – between the topic of the show specifically and muting myself for a good amount of it. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to wrap this shit up. So let's play a game of 20 questions. Shall we Wes? Absolutely. Nice. Let's right. do it. You guys know how this goes. Uh, today, Wes is going to be the host of the show. Uh, he's going to uh, pick a PSVR or PSVR two game. And it's up to us, me and all you guys in the chat to figure out what game that is. We get 20 yes or no questions in only six minutes. Uh, Wes, do you have a game chosen? 
I have chosen the game, yes. Well, I'm going to put six minutes on the clock, guys. I need all the help I can get in the chat because it's, it, it, I don't know if I've ever gotten this on my own. Like, I just, I, I lose a lot. And if it does, and if somebody in the chat doesn't nail it, then on your mark, get Des, go. Uh, is this game on or has it been announced for PSVR 2? I don't think so, no. Okay, so we're going PSVR 1 only. Uh, okay. Does this game have other than the moves in the Dual Shock? If it supports either of those, ignore it. Other than those two control schemes, does this support any other peripheral, like the Aim, a Driving Wheel, or a Hotus? No. No. Okay. So, does this game use a Dual Shock? No. Okay, guys, we're, get, so, no. we're, we're down to moves only. We're going to assume PSVR 1, move only game. Did the developer of this game make any other PSVR 1 games? Yes. All right. Did the developer of this game make more than one other PSVR 1 game? Oh. Now I'm testing you. I can only think of one other. Okay. Um, I can only think of one other PSVR game that they would have done. So I'm going to say, uh, no, just one. Is this studio in North America? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to going wicked rogue here. Like this is not normal questions. So I'm going to say, no, I do think that they have, um, they have branches here in North America, but they're not known as a North American developer. So branches, I'm going to say no. Says. Branches. All right. Yeah. Like offices. There are offices here. Okay. Like if I were to, never mind. Yeah. I don't want to give you too much info. Sure. That's five. Yeah. <laughs> Is this an exclusive? PSVR no. one exclusive? No. Okay. No. no. Um. I'm going to go with Tatum here. Is this a fast travel game? No. Okay. Shapeshifter's wondering if it has a space theme. No. Any Any horror element of this by any chance? Yeah. Ooh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay, so it's PSVR 1 only. Only moves. The developer has made other PSVR 1 games, and it's a horror game. Right. Is it a zombie game? Zombie or zombie-adjacent Whatever else, whatever they might no, call. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call this a zombie game. No. All right. Well, there goes Killing Four. That's ten. Akabero. Not zombies. Hmm. They're not zombies. They're walkers. No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. No zombie adjacent creatures here. <laughs> uh, good question. Forty is. It, does it have full locomotion? Yes. Okay. 
Is it a super massive game? No. Is this a game in an existing franchise? Yeah. Is there a flat screen version of this same game on PlayStation 4? PlayStation 4? Um, I don't know. Give me a second and I'll tell you. I would think yes, but I don't know that for certain. Uh, yes. Yes, there is a version of this on PlayStation 4. That's 15, I think. All right, is this based on a movie? It is. Ooh. All right. Um, are there more than four entries in this movie series? Four or more? I don't know. Uh, probably there might be some straight to DVD versions. Hold on, I'll, I'll find out. Um. Yes, it appears that there are more than four of them. Okay, four plus in the series. Uh, was was the game was this game released episodically? No. Oh, okay. Well, there goes Exorcist. Um, That's eighteen. Okay, so it's either it, I was that knocks out Blair Witch as well, um, and so the one I was thinking of was Paranormal Activity. Um, uh. uh <laughs> Is you know what, dude? We got. I only got five seconds left. Is this Paranormal Activity? The last hole? No, it, it is Blair Witch. What knocked? What eliminated Blair Witch for you? Blair Witch is uh, there's there's only three movies in that series total, and they're all in two. The Blair of them Witch terrible. Project, nineteen ninety nine. Shadow of the Blair Witch. But which Shadow Book of the Blair of Witch? Shadows. Book of Shadows is the then, second one, and then it's just called Blair Witch is the third one. What's Shadow of the Blair Witch? Shadow of the Blair Witch. I mean, God. It's a made-for-TV movie. Okay, never mind. Oh, uh, my I mean, bad. I blew that one. No, I mean, I guess, I I mean, in, in all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, uh, I, I guess I should have been more clear because, I mean, just because I didn't know about a made-for-TV movie, I, I think I got to chalk that up to no, SNL. It's, 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 it's not, it, it, yeah, that, it's not, officially in the series though it's this is um i should have said five or more i should have said five or more (laughs) shadow of the blair witch is a mockumentary directed by ben rock and was released on the sci-fi channel in conjunction with book of shadows blair witch 2 on october 2000 so this was kind of a a comedy counterpiece to the second blair witch movie um that's my bad i blew that one yeah, we can't give we can't call that an L. I don't know. We'll we'll leave it up to the chat to decide if that was a winner or a loss because I, I absolutely had it down between uh, Blair Witch, Exorcist, Legion VR, and uh, Paranormal Activity, and uh, and that was the question that threw me. So uh, I should just asked a, I should just asked a question that was because I mean there's like seven Paranormal Activity movies, if not eight, seven. I I absolutely could have made that super crazy clear for. Um, 
Rupert is the officiator of uh, of twenty questions, sirens on my end, uh, and he says there's no way it's a win. And I'll take it, man. I will take the L. Good stuff. Yeah, my bad. That was my fault. That was my fault. I took Google's word. I asked Google. Google said there were five. Five. And uh, yeah, Google said there were five. One of them was just a documentary, though, about the uh, the the supposed real life events the the three missing filmmakers or what have you i feel like i saw that like like i i had seen the blair witch movie right and then uh and then like the next day or something i was like at home and i was watching that documentary on tv and i was like is this i mean i wasn't sure if it was real because i was a dumb kid right we're all dumb and uh <laughs> and, and when i left the movie theater i was like is this real was that what the fuck did we just see was that real and then uh yeah and then that documentary did not help figure out the answer to that question that's for sure so all right <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway the, the moral of the story here is that blair witch vr edition i'm pretty sure is on a, a, a cheap ass sale um looks like the deluxe edition you can get for 875 right now 75 percent off and uh, yeah, so if if anyone's still playing on PlayStation VR One, uh, this is one of the best horror games in VR. Period. So uh, everyone should own it. I agree. I agree. Robert the Gamecast says Blair, which was great until I watched it again. Until finding out it was all fake. Yeah, uh, I've, I've actually watched Blair Witch One recently, uh, and was like, oh, this is surprisingly holds up. Two was never good. The third one was never good. Not the first time, not the second time, not the third time. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, this has been one weird-ass episode, um, but aren't they all kind of a little weird-ass episodes? I think they, are. they are. They are. They're all a little weird, so yeah. par for the course. Guys, do not forget to go subscribe to Wes over at Virtual Strangers. Don't forget to join our Discord. Click the link in the description below to do both of those things uh, and come hang out with us as we have the greatest conversations of all time. <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody who helps the channel run. Our moderators, Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who puts the timestamps into the show, uh, and Jamie Yao, who puts us up on podcast services of your choice. Uh, everybody who supports us financially on Patreon over here as members. Uh, everyone who tips in the chat. Everyone who uh, hangs out and shoots the shit, helps with 20 questions. And of course, everybody who sits back and watches the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Happy West Day, Wes. Happy West Day, Brian. Man, I'd love to end by like telling people the joke, the super massive joke, but now I don't remember what it was. It wasn't very good. Uh, I thought it was funny. So let's see. I'm trying to think of how I set you up for it because. Oh, you um, were talking. What were you talking about? And you were saying, "Oh, but I'm just too, just too impatient." And I and I said, and I said, "Yeah, I'll be Bravo team, right?" <laughs> right. Like you can be impatient. I'll be Bravo team, and something about supermassive. It was Returnal. Lineup. I was talking about Returnal. I don't want to wait for Returnal in VR, so I'm going to play it in 3D on a virtual screen in VR tonight.
on Strangers in the Night. There you go. You be impatient. I'll be Bravo team. And together, we will be the supermassive PSVR lineup of 2018. That's what it was. Uh, you can, you, you, I'll, you just pretend you saw that earlier and that it was actually funny. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here. Good night, you guys. We love you all. Meow.